Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast here on PickSwap Media. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, back with another episode in the lead-up to the NBA draft, part of our prospect profile series. Going to be ripping out a bunch of prospects, probably get over 20 to 25 done over the course of the next few weeks as we lead up to the draft. Already have about five or six done. Um, and today we're going to continue on with a guy who bit of an unknown, I guess, in this draft process. I think some people are really high on him, and I think some teams and people out there in the media are really low on him as well. And it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Has a high pedigree from his high school days and his last name. And this is Jet Howard, freshman wing out of Michigan, 6'8", 215 pounds, only 19 years old. Comes out of Michigan after his first year, uh, the son of Juwan Howard, obviously a head coach at Michigan, played under him this year. And, and he had an up-and-down freshman year, but you certainly saw some spurts of why that he was such a highly recruited player or, you know, respected player coming out of high school. It was pretty obvious that he was going to go play for his dad at Michigan. But Howard had a up-and-down freshman year, but was really high, highly regarded coming in. And he is one of the best shooters, I think, in this draft class. In his lone season, his freshman year at Michigan, played 31 minutes a night, uh, only shot 41%, so not the most efficient. Shot with average 4.7 field goals made for 11.4 attempts per game. And I think one of the reasons why his numbers were down efficiency-wise is because I think he tried to do too much at times, and that really hurt those efficiency numbers and tried to take some unnecessary shots. Did take a lot of three-pointers, though, 2.73s per game, he would make only uh, or any attempted 7.3 only shot about 37%. So not the greatest numbers, but I still put him up there with Jordan Hawkins and Grady Dick as two of the top or one of the top shooters in this class shot 80% from the line 2.8 rebounds per game is discouraging for sure. Considering that he's six foot eight two assists per game as like a, you know, second, third option as a playmaker on an offense. That's not bad at all. Uh, 0.7 blocks, 0.4 steals, pretty poor on defense, 1.3 turnovers per game. So it took pretty good care of the ball and averaged 14.2 points. But the bottom line with Jed Howard, one of the best shooters in this class, I think you can also make an argument that he is the top catch and shoot guy. Just let me stand in the corner or let me slide up and down the, the wing and find space and just catch and fire threes. I think you can make an argument that he's the best there. I think Jordan Hawkins is the best overall shooter in this class just because of the way that he can come off screens, catch and shoot, shoot off the dribble from deep as well. And then Grady Dick is also really good as a spot-up standstill shooter. But I, I think Jed Howard would, would have my vote for, even with the 37%, I think, like I said, the efficiency wasn't that great because I think he forced at times. But when he's just a catch-and-shoot guy, it, it's hard not for it to go in. I think like if you gave him 10 shots, wide open. He's making probably eight or nine of them um, if they're uncontested. Just a guy that's going to be able to step into the league from day one and knock down shots. That, that's certainly attractive, especially for teams picking in the back half of the first round who have playoff aspirations and, and ball-dominant guards or ball-dominant wings. Those guys are going to be looking for these shooters, and Jed Howard, I think, can slide in from day one and, and have a role in the NBA. He, and he shows like flashes on the offensive side of the ball that watching his film, like I'm like, why isn't this guy in the top 10 conversation? But then you see him kind of on the defensive end. And like I was saying, some of like the four shots he had as well. And that kind of pushes him down the board. So you, you might have to hide him on the defensive end at first, but offensively he can play. I mean, when you look at his strengths, just kind of went over a general synopsis of his game, but his strengths, one word to describe him is just a shooter. When, when he walks in the gym, you have to, you have to identify him. He's going to be at the top of the scouting report. 
each and every time when, when you're talking about shooters, best shooters on the opposing team. His shot looks pure every time, picture-perfect mechanics. I think I was saying pretty wild to me that he only shot 37% from deep, but taking a little over seven threes a game, that's a pretty high volume. And a lot of those were situations where I think he would be put in situations where he would have the ball in his hands at the end of the shot clock sometimes, and that's not really his game. Much better as like a secondary option, not the guy that has to go hunt his shot at the end of the shot clock. I think that's something that he's going to have to work on, but I don't think that he's going to be asked to do that in the NBA. I don't know about ever, but right away, certainly. Um, has proven to be a very, very good catch-and-shoot guy when you watch his film. And being 6'8 and being able to shoot it as well as he does in the spurts that he's shown, because he can have those moments where he can really ignite a team and get hot for stretches at a time, just being an unconscious shooter from deep. It, that's more than enticing enough for him to be a first round. 6'8", 215 pounds. I'd like to maybe see him put on a bit more weight, it, be a little bit more athletic. We'll talk about that as well. But 6'8", and you can shoot. You're going to find a role on an NBA team. Can he pick it up on the defensive end? Remains to be seen. Good NBA bloodlines, you know, good connections to high-level basketball with Jawan Howard as well. I think that pays dues with the NBA. They know that he knows what he has to do to be successful. Um, most things, watching him, though, seem to be a catch-and-shoot, but he's damn good at it, and he can get it off over high hands, good contests as well. And then he shows the ability to hit pull-ups in the screen, screen game and in some self-creation scenarios as well watching him he's got a kind of a unique way to create space i like his ability to do it and he always seems to have like a wide base whether it's a catch and shoot or it's off the dribble and that wide base i think really allows him to explode back on like side steps or step backs or even just catch and shoot deep threes like he has a nice wide base all the time when he's when he's moving with the ball um or moving without the ball dribbling creating for himself he's got this wide base and i think that really allows him to uh explode more so he's got a nice ability to create space and get right into his shot um i like his ability to to create one-on-one -on -one at times you you see flashes he's not really going to the hole much but his ability to get into the mid-range and even like i was saying in the screen game off the three very effective in that and I think he can get a shot off from wherever he wants to on the floor. Really effective coming off handoffs, whether it's pulling up, um, like I was saying, coming off a screen, or if he gets it on a dribble handoff, the defender goes under, he's able to just stop back, step back, and shoot. He can come off those screens and go into the mid-range, into the pull-up game. A, a versatile offensive game from the perimeter-wise, a very, very perimeter-oriented player, though. If he's going to want to tap into more potential and reach his eventual ceiling, he's going to need to get a lot better when when in terms of attacking the rim, getting to the cup. Um, and I think he's underrated. I think Chet Howard is underrated as a playmaker as well. He knows all eyes are on him when he's coming off screens, when he's coming off dribble handoffs. And he does have some pretty good vision and shows some pretty good passing ability, some uh, pretty strong flashes in that regard. So I think that's another underrated part of his game. And if he does – find a way to go out there and consistently shoot like 40% from three and all eyes are on him. Teams are running him off the line. I think he's got the vision and the passing ability to make teams pay for that as well. When you look at his weaknesses, refining the rest of his offensive game, I was talking about he, I like his offensive game in terms of shot creation on the outside, uh, using screens, catch and shoot, uh, you being able to come off screens and shoot the three. But in terms of putting the ball on the floor and getting all the way to the cup, finishing more around the rim. I think he really needs to work on refining the rest of his offensive game when he isn't just able to catch and fire. And I think, you know, cleaning that up, that, that needs work. But he's only 19 years old. He still has time to grow into grow into that part of his game. Not an overly quick or explosive athlete. That's one of my main concerns with him in terms of 
getting better at that second part where I was saying, all right, he can finish from the perimeter, a very perimeter-oriented player, be able to get into the mid-range, but can he get all the way to the rim? Can he punish defenders at the rim? Can he go up there and punch it? Can he finish through contact? Can he finish over line? Not the quickest or most explosive athlete, and it's kind of weird with him being 6'8 and the son of a former NBA player. You would think he'd be a better athlete. He's serviceable, but not overly quick or explosive, and that, as our next point, hurts him on the defensive end as well. It's pretty well known, like, reading up on him, just watching his film, and even just listening to other uh, NBA draft podcasts talking about him. He's really lost on the defensive end right now, just guarding the ball, playing off the ball and weak side help rotations. Just not a very basketball defensive like player right now. It's pretty simple to say, but you just you need to hide him on defense and just hope he can go out there and shoot the ball really well. How much is that, you know, his ability and what he wants to do or his buy-in? How much is that limited to his athleticism? Like, is it he's just not that athletic enough to guard these big wings and these athletic wings? He's not that strong enough right now. If he does have to play like in certain scenarios, small ball lineups, and he gets matched up against a bigger player, how much is that his just overall makeup? Or is it how much is it like he's lazy on the defensive end? I'm not too sure about that. Can he get better? That's what you kind of have to hope. You have to take the risk on and be like, all right, he's good enough on offense right now where he can be a plus for us. We might have to hide him on defense, only can play him at spurts at the beginning, but is this something that we can improve with him? That's for the teams to, to find out and to ultimately decide on. I do really think he needs to add strength to that 6'8 frame, though, as bigger wings are going to be able to take advantage of him there, especially if they're able to get him on post-ups and back-down situations. I saw several times watching him play, he got abused in those situations. So adding strength as well as getting more quick, and uh, explosive, I think, is not just only going to help him on the offensive end when it, when it comes to refining the rest of his, his offensive game and getting to the cup, but also on the defensive end of the floor as well. So my projection for him, I think back half of the first round, I think he's well-suited to go to a team that has playoff aspirations or is a team that's coming off a playoff run from last year and is just looking to add some more pieces, look to add some more shooting because he's a guy you can go, I think, throw out there for 15 to 18 minutes and he can – be a pretty consistent shooter for you. He might get burned on defense a couple of times, but he could hit some big threes to give the team some energy and help ignite them as he kind of works on the rest of his game and tries to refine his skill set. My comparison for him, I'm going to go with George's Niang with a bigger offensive bag, though. His ability to create on the perimeter, like I was saying, off screens and off of dribble handoffs and those type of things. He's not just going to be a catch and shoot or just a pump fake and sidestep. Like Niang, and Niang's only about 6'6". You look at uh, Jet Howard, he's about 6'8". So a bigger George's Niang, go out there, shoot it at 40, you know, 41%, 42% from three, a little around there. Be terrible on defense at the beginning, but hopefully just find a way to not be too detrimental to your team that you can still go out there and play. And if he goes out there and he's like the 24th pick and he's averaging seven, eight points for you next year and he's shooting 40% from three, I think whatever team with that is that it's probably going to be a playoff level team would be satisfied with that and take a guy like that on their team. And also in hopes that he gets better. Another guy that's only 19 years old and has some room to grow into his game. I think he could have benefited from going back another year and just continuing to work on some of the stuff I was saying and still prove that he can be a high level shooter and maybe even bump bump up those efficiency numbers a little bit. But I like Jed Howard as a player and I think he could be one of the bigger immediate impact guys next year as a as a rookie um, just in his role as a shooter and as we talked about he's going to have to be hidden on defense a little bit guard the other team's worst player when he's out there but 
if you can get him to buy in, I think he's got the makeup as a, as a basketball player and just coming from the, the background that he comes from to eventually be a serviceable defender. And he, that would be, a, you know, a better version of George's Niang. But I think that's a, a pretty fair comparison, just a spot up catch and shoot shooter right now and see where, see where you go from there. And if you can tap into anything else. So that's my breakdown on Jet Howard, Michigan freshman. Thank you everyone for tuning in as always, please like subscribe. We have plenty more episodes, uh, Coming up as we head towards the draft. So thank you, everyone, once again, and we will talk soon.